All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the Casey on the B show. Um, I, first, let me start off um, by saying this. I apologize for the poor engineering for the last podcast I did for episode seven. Um, I ran into a couple of techno, technical difficulties uh, with a couple of plugins that were uh, cutting me out. Um, so if the audio is going in and out, I'm going to try to get it re-engineered and then um, resubmit it. So it'll still come back as podcast number seven. Um, this is going to be podcast number eight. And what I'm going to try to work on is giving you guys a podcast every Monday and every Thursday. Um, so with that being said, I appreciate any type of patience you have with my podcast system and the way it is running. I'm running through a um, professional system here and uh, self-engineer myself. So um, I wasn't aware that when you do a playback and you uh, go into a mix down, I wasn't aware that the plugin was as strong as it was to cut out the background noise and things of that nature. And it was actually cutting me out as well. So I do apologize for that. Um, nevertheless, welcome to the KC on the Beat show. Um, I'm KC and you are... Cape Connors. All right. Cape Connors sounded like he in the bathroom. But uh, nonetheless, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and kick this show off. Uh, I am Casey on the Beat. You can reach me at the Casey on the Beat show at gmail.com. Casey on the Beat at gmail.com. Um, my handles are at Casey on the Beat on Twitter, at Casey on the Beat on uh, SoundCloud, at Casey on the Beat on Instagram. Uh, and I also have a um, a Facebook uh, business page for Casey on the Beat as well. Um, you know, I have to get a little better with managing that. But, um, yeah, let's get the show on the road. We have an hour, and we're going to go ahead and get into it. Uh, first things first, man, you know, and I, you know, I when I started this podcast, I stated that I wanted to um, just speak on everyday issues and things like that. And I'm going to try to keep it as such without a bunch of um, negativity with um, the news media and things like that. I like to talk about everyday issues, but, you know, sometimes that can be quite overwhelming to some. I know it is for me at times. So, you know, I'm going to sit and, and try not to focus so much on that. Um, so with that being said, uh, so within my studio area, and I, I want to bring this up because it's funny to me. I have wolf spiders. Uh, my studio is actually within the basement of my home. And, Cape, you already know. You've seen them. Um, yeah. And they're all over the place. And with it, you know, today being the first day of spring, um, oh, man, I, I, I just can't even begin to tell you how those damn things creep me out. Like, yeah, it's like... Uh, Hit that for me right there, please. It's like, uh, for me, I don't like spiders. I don't really know too many people that do. Um, I I can deal with them. I can look at them as far as from inside of a window and things like that or a glass and things. But, you know, I used to, you know, squish them. But now I just, you know, when I see these little guys running around, well, they're not little, but... You know, I'll put them in a jar, take them outside, and release them. And see, that's funny because you always get on me for being creeped out by them. <laughs> I mean, well, to me, it depends on the the particular uh, the particular breed. Now, if it's a root close, of course, you know you don't want that that smoke with a root close um, <laughs> because you you know you don't want to look like you know you you had surgery and they just forgot to finish and patch you up. That's the only thing with those. Black Widows, I caught a couple of them last year. Uh, this is the first um, summer I actually, you know, spotted them outside the house. But, oh, man, these spiders are really becoming a nuisance. And um, I've tried everything to get rid of them. Um, I can't think of that spray. Uh, home defense doesn't work. Uh, 
uh, it it works somewhat with ants, but not so much as spiders. Um, but you know, I I've even tried. You know, a long time ago, I used to try the mint plant technique. That's what I asked you. Have you tried peppermint? Yeah, I, you know, because those particular ones are they they're ground spiders and things like that. It, it doesn't seem to work. You know, um, they still you know they come around. Then, like I say, it's it's a seasonal thing, so. If you put the plant out there, come, you know, fall and winter, it dies. Then come the spring, they right back. You know, they're in, they're in my bedroom. Uh, my wife found one um, just chilling on her clothes. Uh, and it's, it's so annoying. Um, so if you guys have any way of getting rid of that, you know, drop me an email or something. Let me know because, man, Lord knows, I cannot stand those hairy little damn bastards, man. They they're the worst, and they're fast as shit. Not to mention aggressive. Well, they they're not gonna bite you unless they they feel as though you're gonna do something to them or they feel threatened. Um, speaking of which, man, I saw this <laughs> clip today. I meant to send it to you on um on Instagram, and it was a uh, frog. It was from National Geographic, and it was a frog. And um, it's a, I can't think of the name of the beetle, but it's a particular beetle out here that. When in the frog eats it, it shoots hot shit out of his ass, like piping hot shit. And the frog <laughs> ate it. And I, I was like, why the fuck would you even test that? Like, why would you do that, put that frog through that type of agonizing pain? You know, he swallowed the damn beetle and the beetle shit it in his mouth and he regurgitated him up. And then he just kept regurgitating. Like, he, his insides was damn near on the outside of his damn face you know, trying to throw the beetle up. And I was like, oh, man. So then they took, the beetle ran to the corner. So they had a little stick and they were poking at it and it was just kept shooting out this hot shit. And it was like, it literally has steam coming from it. I was like, Lord. And they say, you know, when it feels threatened, it feels back in the corner or whatever, you know, it does that. Um, So that that's pretty fucked up for a frog, you know. <laughs> I mean, God damn it, man. Like, Good thing our food is dead when we eat it. Because I would hate for somebody to put hot shit in my throat as I'm eating it. Like, That's what I, said. I thought I had the bad with Chipotle. Yeah, no, no. I, I'm just, man, someone's shitting in your mouth. Like, that's disgusting. As you're eating him, he's shitting hot shit, hot feces into your throat. Uh, that In your stomach. At the, oh, God. Like, that has to be... Oh man, that that has to be worse than indigestion. Like, there's no way that has to be worse. It has to be worse than spicy food. To have someone shit in your goddamn stomach, in your throat, whatever the case, wherever it was at in the frog, you shit it in them. Sometimes for frogs. Yeah, poor Kermit. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. And to other things, man, I got a freezer. This um. Man, I think this freezer is like, it's seriously vintage. And it finally hit the fritz. And um, yeah, man, it's, it, I'm, I'm going to miss it, man. I, it's been with me since my childhood. And um, I'm not one of those to just run out and buy appliances just to make my house look modern. So I like to hold on to some things if they still working. And, you know, it's as old as um, if anyone remembers Montgomery Wards. Um they used to sell appliances, and that's where it came from. And it was nice. It had a little lock on the side and everything. And, you know, it was a nice little freezer, man. And, and you know, I just want to say rest in peace to my freezer. Um, I hate to see it go, although I hate to see it defrosting all over my fucking floor. But um, it's pissing all over the place. And it's one of the ones, it's not a frost-free, so, you know, it, it has the ba uh, caked-up ice in it. And trying to chip that shit off is impossible. So. Oh, well. Uh, rest in peace, homie. Um, we're going to miss you. And um, you had a long run, man. You know, and thank you, Montgomery Rewards. Because you guys make product that, products that actually fucking last uh, uh, two, three, four decades. So, um, too bad they defuncted, but it is what it is. And speaking of defuncted, oh, man. Um when I look at the list of the stores that's leaving, you know, the Payless. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, um, Payless. Um, 
Macy's, uh, Kmart, um, Charlotte Russe, and a list of others. Toys R Us. We we, we already knew that, but you know it's it's very painful for <laughs> my generation to actually watch these people. You know, oh Sears as, as well. It's it's painful to sit there and see this happen. You know, and people. You know, we. We always speak about capitalism, but damn it, man. Like, Amazon is like... Well, I know what, uh, what Macy's, you know, that started when I was working there. And they closed down just doors. Well, I think with Macy's situation, sometimes small is better. You know, I feel the same way with Sears. I felt like um, when Sears de- decided to buy out Kmart, um, it messed their pockets up. So they they lost, you know, going into that situation. They thought, hey, we well, we're gonna gain if we have, you know, more more uh stores. Um, and you know, they didn't take the Best Buy approach. Best Buy did the same exact thing, you know, when I used to work there. They, you know, like you had the Pentagon City Best Buy, then they opened Potomac Yards, and you know, it, it was a situation of damn, they still an owl. uh clientele and customers, which, you know, they're actually a mile apart. If you're from the area, then you know. They're basically like a mile, two miles apart. But what ended up happening is if, you know, we were a $10 million store and then they opened Potomac Yards and then Potomac Yards took half of that. So they had $5 million, we had $5 million. And then they worked their way up to where they was both uh, $10 million stores. So, um, you know, because Potomac Yards had a free parking and then uh, Pentagon City, you have to pay for parking. But it actually worked out and panned out for them, and the stores are still successful to this day. But I think when um, Kmart got purchased by Sears, Sears, to me, didn't have the financial backing to actually buy um, to buy the store. And when they went and purchased it, it um, it screwed up their money, you know. Uh, and I feel the same way with Macy's. When Macy's purchased Hex, that was one of the issues. You know, I'm like, okay, so y'all took over Hex, um, the May company, or whatever at that time. I mean, they they had a long run with it. But as you can tell, like, the one not too far from here in um, Marlow Heights, they bought, that used to be Hex. When I worked there, it was Hex. And um, they bought the, uh, they bought the store, but they didn't do any renovations. So they clearly, you know, you just put your name on it and then changed a bunch of paperwork, you know, and put your name on the paperwork and all that. But um, clearly they had no money to renovate the building. And I don't think they really renovated any building that they've been in. So, you know, and I saw a meme talking about, you know, how the brick and mortar stores, which, are, you know, where you have you own your own building, you know, that was the big thing with Sears. You know, they own their own building, so no one can, you know, put them out of the mall or anything. If the mall shut down, they'll just, you know, chop that half off and get rid of the mall and see it still own their building. Um, but at the end of the day, those particular places are dinosaurs now, man. They, they're going out of business. You know, to, like I say, you, you look at Uber is a business, a billion-dollar business, and don't own one car. You know, that's the conversation we was having earlier with, you know, like Netflix is a the biggest movie dealer and do, don't have a theater. So, you know, it, it 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 gets to the point where old school ways isn't working anymore. Now, Best Buy, what's funny and amazing to me is the way they actually, um, they, they own, I'm not going to say they own their buildings because the Pentagon City one, they actually pay rent for. You know, they pay the rent to, um, I forgot the name of the management company there, but, you know, they don't own that. But um, most of their buildings, they actually own. But I think that's only good for certain, you know, electronic retailers, uh, things that people need, like a Foot Locker, you know, places like that. You know, people need shoes. So, you know, when they go out and they um, Foot Locker builds a Foot Locker, typically they own the building. Now, the one on Branch Avenue uh, where they moved outside the Iverson Mall, I don't think that um, they don't own that building because that building's been there for eons. That was actually there before they even put um, Iverson Mall together. But 
it's it's amazing, you know, to see these these companies fold, you know, that I grew up on. I mean, do you think that something has to do with the online shopping nowadays? Um, yeah, somewhat. You know, like I'm guilty for online shopping. You know, I don't I don't buy tennis shoes out of shoe store anymore. Because they never have the shoe, you know, I like um, Sacconis or Sacconis, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, I like that particular brand. And, you know, I cannot find that, you know, anywhere else. So what ends up happening is I go online, whether it's to them directly or um, on Amazon or even on eBay. You know, there's a bunch of them floating around. You know, I don't, I'm not a Nike guy anymore. You know, managing Foot Locker. And, you know, walking away from that had me walk away from a lot of um, a lot of shoe brands like Nike, Adidas, Reebok, things like that. I don't really care for it like that. You know, I've had all the shoes I want to wear, you know, the Jordans, the phone posits and things like that. I don't care for that stuff no more. I'm more of a running shoe guy now. You know, when I was growing up, basketball shoes was everything. Nobody wanted to wear running shoes. So um, that's that's why, I'm. you know, running shoes are comfortable for my feet. That's how I feel. Like I said, the only Nike that, you know, that I've had, uh, I think it's two pair. The Terra Humeras um, are, are comfortable and the, the ones they had to bury Sanders. I think they call it like Air Zooms or something like that. I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but they were Bury Sanders shoes. The guy I showed you the video of yeah. play for the D- Detroit Lions. Um, but yeah, those are the only two comfortable Nike pair of Nike shoes I've ever owned. See, I'm the same way where when it comes to tennis shoes, I prefer running shoes for the same reason. Yeah, I mean, because for me, you know, I'm not an Air Max fan. I've owned a pair and they hurt my feet terribly. Um, so that's why, you know, I and those are the ones I gave away. You know, like I say, my Jordan story is really crazy, you know to buy a pair of Jordans when they first, when Jordan was actually playing basketball and a guy came into the store and I had just purchased them that day and the guy walks in and say, hey, what size is that? You know, I need to get a pair. And I'm like, yeah, we don't have no more. He said, well, what size is that you got on? I said, a nine. He said, I, how much you want to sell them for? And I sold it to him and, and was shoeless until I went in the back and, you know, bought some more shoes for myself. But those shoes, I was trying to work in them and they, mm, it's no disrespect to Michael Jordan, but the person to me, whoever's making the shoe, that shoe is horrible on your feet. Like it really hurts. Even the Scottie Pippen shoes were the same way. You know, they it, it's not good for arches if you have fallen arches and things like that. No wide feet. Yeah, or wide feet. Yeah, it will tear your feet up. You know, the same thing with Timberland boots. You know, Timberland got a lot better because um, the double sole ones I have with the artwork on it. Is a it has more cushion, which is funny, than the green ones, the um, olive green uh, Timberlands that I have. So you know, I don't know if they finally figured it out. I, I don't know. You know, speaking of Timberland, yeah, I saw I, I posted the the fact that Walmart sell them, but they when I looked at it, they actually don't sell them. They're a reseller for someone, for a shoe company, and they are they're using. Um, Cause somebody made a comment about that. They said, oh, they do more than that. They sell things for Neiman Marcus. And um, I said, what? Yeah, they said Walmart partnered with many stores like Neiman Marcus. They're not sold by Walmart themselves, though. So, you know, that it was kind of crazy because I was like, I saw that the ad when it came through my feed on Instagram. I'm like, oh, shit. And then they had them for like, I think they were like 139 or something. You know, you go to Foot Locker or something like that, they two hundred something dollars. Yeah, that's gonna hit your head. Yeah, so I um, I actually went on there, but they don't have any sizes, so it's like it's kind of pointless. You know, you advertising it like you have that size today, and you actually don't. Yeah, that's just false advertisement. No, it's actually clickbait, because you know, it's sometimes you get paid for advertisement. So, like, if you click on it where it says shop now and you go to their site and you may run into something else and then they, for every click they may get money for or something like that. But I, that that was kind of false, though, you know. But nonetheless, um, 
yeah, man, you know, spring is here. Spring is in the air, man. We're going to start it off with a bang with a bunch of rain uh, this week, which, you know, it's good, but not good. Um, but it is what it is. Um, as long as not like the Midwest, all the rain they got. Yeah, I saw that, that story about uh, Nebraska, and uh, I actually feel bad for them because I was reading an article about them losing like eight uh, $800 million in farming and you know, livestock and things of that nature, you know, because the Midwest is responsible for a lot of our produce yeah. and stuff like that. So, you know, they're going to take a huge L uh, due to the floods. But like anything else, they'll... Um, yeah, I think they learned their lesson from when I was a child uh, not aiding the farmer, you know, the government that is. Hopefully they'll uh, see it for what it is and they'll actually uh, sit back and uh, help these folks out and make sure they get the financial uh, backing that they need because, you know, when you, that's that's your livelihood. You know, you get up four or five in the morning, you know, going through and doing this and doing that and you lose everything. And, you know, you got to wait until the land, you know, dries out and so on and so forth. And they're not going to be able to have crops. And this is the time to actually be planting, you know, which is pretty fucked up, you know, because you starting off, you know, on a bad note, you know, with me, you know, I grow, if y'all don't know, I grow um, medical marijuana and um, that would be devastating. You know, if, if, well, mine's is a little different because I can, you know, I grow in buckets and in tents. So, but even when you grow the uh, vegetables, <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know, I I kind of fell back from that because the marijuana took precedence over <laughs> the vegetables, of course. <laughs> so, um, you know, I said to hell with that. You know, I don't get the same feeling from the vegetables <laughs> that I do <laughs> the marijuana. So I had to. Um, I had to uh, scale back on the vegetable growing, but I, I, you know, I said I was going to pick it back up. I'm going to try this spring. I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't, it's in the air, man. You know, after trying that a couple of years back, and I had the cucumbers, the, the uh, cucumber beetles came and fucked it all up, and mites, and oh my God, white flies. And, Not to mention what happened with the corn. Or the, you know, that's corn, that's anywhere. You know, if you're not using pesticides, you know, and stuff like that, and you're going to deal with earwigs and all types of bugs that like to eat the same shit you like to eat. So it is what it is. You know, I'm not too, you know, it wouldn't it come to corn. I don't think corn should be grown in the city, <laughs> period. You want some corn, go to the store and buy some. You know, and then that, with that particular vegetable anyway, I'm not a real big fan of um, because, it, 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 you know, it's hard to digest. So I'm not, you know, I was just trying it just to be trying it, um, trying my uh, hand at some, uh, um, I don't want to, uh, guess you call it colonizing. <laughs> if you want to say that, you know, I said I'll act like a colonizer and try to grow some corn instead of just saying farmer. Um, but yeah, didn't work out too well. I think I tried it twice. And both times, you know, it ended up with earwigs and shit in it. So I said to hell with that, but, you know, that's the same thing. Like I say, you know, spring is in the air, you know, I'm tempted to put, you know, I got 10 uh, marijuana clones I wanted to put in the garden, uh, maybe five. But, man, after last year, man, shit, and the year before that, and the year before that, it's like my fourth year doing this, and every year that I go to grow it outdoors, you know, I end up with uh, mold, you know, bud rot and um, and those little ass caterpillars. You know, and I and personally, I think the 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 germ, the the fungi or disease or whatever it is, I think it might be coming from them. You know, um, biting into the stem. You know, and, and infecting the plant. I, I'm I'm not sure. I've read things that say it's in the air, like mold is in the air. I, I get that, but they actually say the bud rot. Kind of runs the same, but I'm like, man, damn. You know, last year I threw away, I had to trash three AK-48 plants. You know, and I was like, eh. And then, you know, not including, you know, when I had that uh, LSD plant, it was huge. I had to cut it down like three, four sections. 
And when I went to hang it to dry it, it molded. You know, the mold kept coming back. So, you know, I, I took a L with, um, you know, uh, producing outside. You know, I tried it because I want to use the sun, but, and then you got spider mites. Those little bitches is the worst. Like, and females, man, my God, if you're not, if, and there's no way to really control that, you know, because it's outdoors. And because I like edibles more than I like to smoke, you know, um, it, it really puts me at a fucked up disadvantage because, like, do I want to eat mites? You know, because all the rinsing in the world, it does not going to do anything. You could go out and, like I say, the, um, and not that I'm doing shameless plugs, but the, uh, I think it's called Duke Nukem um, stuff that I used on just recently in the tent. It took some of them off. It killed a lot of them. And they had a hard time coming back because I keep the fan on there, you know, blowing constantly, you know, so... Um, it, you know, if you catch them in veg, you 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 actually have a good opportunity of uh, getting rid of them. But if you go and try to do it during flowering, then the, the Nukem, I said Duke Nukem. I'm stupid. That's a video game. Oh, man, I'm so slow. It's called Nukem. Um, Is that on the PS1? Yeah. <laughs> no, it might even be on... <laughs> <laughs> like on the, the Nintendo or Sega or some shit. I forgot. I, I'm, I'm I'm tired, man. I'm tired. And then the sad part, I made some tea, and it's fucking sleepy time. I tea. told you tea doesn't. Nah, well, it's it's sleepy time detox tea. So I'm like, why would I do a podcast drinking sleepy time tea? Okay, Pat. Right. That's why I'm over here yawning and shit. I'm like, yo, what's going on? With the melatonin. Yeah, I'm just dummy. <laughs> I'm sitting there drinking sleepy tea to put me to sleep trying to do a damn podcast. Um, yeah, that's why I'm looking at the cup like, man, leave me alone. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's called uh, Flying Skull Nukem. And uh, yeah, it worked. And it works very well with veg because, you know, like I was telling you when I went to the hydro store and got the um, the soil, I think it was in the soil, you know, and and, you know, I'm not trying to put Fox Farm on a blast, but God damn it. You know, like, that's not the first time that's happened. You know, where I buy, you know, because I only use their soil. And, you know, yeah, I know people tell me, you know, try Roots Organic or, you know, the Coco, well, Coco Logo, I believe, is still by Fox Farm. But, you know, to get home and then you sitting there and, uh, you're thinking you're good to go, man. And then they were babies. They were little baby you know, baby plants. And when they were up on the shelf, they didn't have any spider mites until I put them into the soil. So that was a telltale sign that, you know, it came out of the soil. And then they say, you know, you should, when you buy soil, you should bake it in the oven, you know, and do all that. I'm not doing all that shit. I would say, who's doing that? They, what, what they need to do is make something. I believe they may have a soil drench. Um, I'm just not researching it enough for... um that particular reason, you know, to kill any, but I don't want to kill any uh, good microbes and things like that. And I'm like, if you baking the soil in the oven, wouldn't you be killing the microbes that the plants are supposed to have? You know, like, you know, when they got back, you know, and all that stuff in it, which is bad shit for those that don't know, um, worm castings and stuff like that, which is worm shit if, for those that don't know. Um, yeah, so when you go and bake it, I would think it would be the same as putting your food in the damn microwave. So the plant's not going to have anything. So, you know, the whole purpose in buying the soil, I know with Fox Farm, you get like 30 days and you don't have to, you know, feed it any nutrients. It'll eat off the soil for 30 days. But um, I said I was going to, you know, one one year I'm going to try the super soil to see... um what the the hype is about, you know, because that shit is actually expensive. And um, I know the guy at the hydro store, one of the guys there, he makes it. Uh, and it comes in the, the bag and, you know, in the, like in a trash bag and already ready to go and you just put your plan in there. But I think, man, they was asked for like a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's why, you know, I said, well, you know, I'll just continue to use Fox Farm. Cause I'm not spending a hundred dollars for some damn soil. What do they make something with? Um, just you know, like like I say, worm castings, uh, um, 
it's it's a bunch of things. I, I I can't even name you know name everything off the top of my head. But they sell it. A lot of the products they sell, they actually use it in the super soil, and um, they say once you plant the plant in there, put you know transplant it into the soil, you never have to feed it. All you have to do is just water it. So it makes it easy, you know, like for a rookie, you know, to buy that and just put the seed in there and let it grow out. As long like as myself. You, yeah, as long as you water watering it on a regular basis, you don't need cow meg and all that other stuff, allegedly. Um, but, yeah, man, you know. Yeah, I want to try my hand at it, but with my kind of schedule, I'm not sure. I mean, it, it to me... It's not really about a schedule, you know. You, long as you set the time of when, like once it reaches flowering, that's the only time it really matters, you know. Um, with mine, you know, like I say, I have a schedule where they get watered on Mondays and Fridays, and they get fed on Wednesdays and Thursdays. I mean, Wednesdays and Wednesdays and Saturdays. But sometimes I may go, you know, depending on if I see any runoff or if the soil soil still looks damp. I'm not going to water it, you know, or I may not feed it twice a week. I may feed it once. You know, it, it just really depends on how, you know, once you start growing, like I said, I'm four years into it. So it, it if, you, if you're doing it outside, it's a must, especially if you're using uh, buckets because buckets, for whatever reason, dries the shit out of soil. You know, when the sun hit that shit, man, it's like it, it dries out super fast. Um, and you could put five gallons of water in a five-gallon bucket, and it's still going to dry out pretty quickly. But in a tent, it's a little different. Like, um, I think I watered these plants. I don't even think I watered them on Monday, this past Monday. Um, they get fed tonight. But, you know, if I sit there and uh, open the tent up, you'll see that, the humidity is is high as hell, so it still keeps moisture in the plant, you know. So you don't have to actually, you know, water it every single day or every other day, whatever. Although the, you know, when you look at um some paperwork or some some people, you know, when they do their little follow up for it, they'll tell you, hey, water it every other day, water it this day, what? And you know, sometimes you end up overwatering. You know, more so than actually giving that plant a nice balanced diet of water and food. But, you know, I fall back every now and again. You know, um, I'm hoping that with this particular batch, excuse me, that I have now, that it'll be harvest before 420. But um, looking at the timeline, I'm like, oh, shit, man. You know, I got my, my dates mixed up. And some, I'm thinking I had 60 days. And I'm looking and going back through my paperwork and my um, charts, and I'm seeing 65 and 70 days, which is going to suck to be sober on 420. You know, so it is what it is. I mean, I probably could. Well, no, you still can't take it and cook it. You know, you still got to um, let it dry and decarb it and then cook it like that. But Wait to ruin the holiday. Hey, it ain't my holiday, so it's 420 every day. You know, you look at the clock, you get it twice a day, so... <laughs> To each his own. Um, so I, I I can be patient, you know. I'm not going to go to the hydro store or go out and buy no marijuana. I know that's a fact. You know, I don't do that. Um, so, you know, but man, man, life's good, man. Life's good, man. So um, all I can tell you, man, is I'm tired. I'm not cranky, but I'm tired. Speaking of, oh, man, spring in the air again. <laughs> man, so Readers opens on the first day of spring. So, um, and that, yeah, shameless plug. Uh, uh, the wife and kids and I go to Readers. And I tell you, man, it, the line was damn near out the door. Because I didn't even know on the first day of spring they give away free. Yeah, it's free. Yeah, man. I was standing there and, you know, she was like, well, do you want anything? And a woman asked me, sir, what would you like? And I'm looking at the floor. I'm looking at the counter. I'm looking at the tables. Every fucking thing is sticky as a motherfucker. Dirty. And I'm like, are you serious? 
Like, you got to be fucking kidding me right now. Are you Are you really serious? So, you know, the wife and kids, they go get theirs, and I'm standing there looking. You know how I am, man. I'm one of them people that walk into a potluck and say, oh, I'm good, if I'm not the first person to be there. You know, I, I can't. That's like they say, picked over food, like type of yeah. situation. That shit just didn't look sanitary to me, man. I'm like, ah, nah. You know, and my wife says, oh, but you eat out of the carryout and look at what that shit look like. She has a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, yeah, but at least they behind the glass and it's only a few of them and the customer can't get back. Man, that place was filthy. It what was like every child spilled their damn. I don't. What are them shits anyway? Ices? What the fuck is that? Slurpees? Just a tiny ice, sugar. I thought Italian ice was hard. Like when I used to get it from the ice cream truck when I was a child, you had to have a special little wooden spoon to scrape that shit out. Like even if you get it in the grocery store today, it's it's hard. It's not you can't use a damn spoon. Like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think it is supposed to be Italian ice because it even has the Italian colors. On a little container, but no, it's a no from me, dog. I I cannot, I can't eat readers. If I'm, a, if cause fuck that man, for all that man, you might as well get a Slurpee, you know, and get a straw, and and you know, if I had to eliminate, let me say, sweet frog, readers, Slurpees, and Dairy Queen, it's gonna have to be readers. Because, first of all, the aftertaste in that shit is disgusting. And, you know, for those that don't know, you know, I'm diabetic and proud. Um, but, you know, sugar-free Rita's is, tastes like ass. It is the most horrible. And Some things aren't meant to be sugar-free. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, but like I, you know, explained to my wife, you know, the um, sugar-free Slurpees, they don't have an aftertaste. They actually taste better than the regular Slurpees to me, depending on the um the particular flavor, you know. But like, I'm not gonna go get a lemon Slurpee because it's sugar free. Get the fuck out of here. Who wants that? No, see, for me, like I said, not everything is meant to be sugar free. The same way I feel, not everything is meant to be vegan. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it. I think it. It to me. It really depends on what it is. Like sugar-free jelly and jams is fucking disgusting. That it, first of all, dude, that shit look like Jello on. It looks like Jello on your fucking bread, dude. Like you just, you know, the hard part of the Jello. If you yeah. don't mix it correctly, I can't get with that aspartame. It, it, what the aspartame ain't what bothers me. It doesn't spread. It doesn't spread on your fucking bread, dude. It's like, like I said, if you ever made Jello and you don't mix it correctly. You end up with shit that look like a gummy bear in the bottom of the bowl. Yeah. So that's what it looks like. You like you trying to spread gummy bears over your fucking bread. You know, it's like a a, a peanut butter and gummy sandwich. You know, it's, it's no. They they can. That's one thing that I can say. Sugar free can can be gone. It's sugar free jelly. Because number one, personally to me, if you a diabetic, you don't need that shit anyway. You don't need that shit. You know, I don't give a shit what the hell they do. You don't need jelly. Because, you know, you, you've seen me make preserves. and You see how yeah. much sugar. It's like four fucking cups oh, of sugar. Too much. Yeah, so you don't really need... Um, you don't need that shit, man. That's like syrup. You know, same difference. You know, now, if you love pancakes and waffles... I mean, the syrup is a lot better than the jellies and the jams. But... No, it's it's a no. It's a definite no. You know, and no, you're right. Some like sugar free cookies. I don't even understand the point in that. You know, nigga, eat biscuits. Sorry for the n word, but I'm just gonna keep it real. Just eat some fucking biscuits, dog. Like, what the fuck, man? Don't don't no. It, you know, when you diabetic, you have to understand. You're diabetic for a fucking reason, if, especially if it's type 2. Type 1 people, they, you know, it's a different world for them. They, they were raised, they were born through this shit. So when you type 2, you type 2 for a fucking reason because you had, you, you, like myself, poor eating habits. So 
you know, you, you don't take it seriously until they say, oh, uh, uh, Mr. Smith, um, you, you have diabetes. And now you're crying and shit. They don't you know? have to tell you that. When you get to peeing. What? Yeah, they, well, that's what happened with me the first time I was diagnosed with. It was, um, I think it was 2009. It was about two, yeah, 10 years. Uh, it was on 2009, and I was in Arizona. And like I said, man, every I was at a, um, a business seminar for uh, Best Buy. And it was like every, I think the seminars lasted 30 minutes. And you're going from like, um, it was in a hotel, so you're going from room to room, conference room to conference room, and they're teaching you different shit in each room. And... And they were like 30 minutes. And every 30 minutes, I was pissing like I didn't piss all day. And I was like, what in the fuck is wrong? But then the foolish thing is I was dehydrated. So I'm drinking Sprite. And it's not, not knowing I got diabetes. Then, oh, man, they had a buffet of fucking, oh, man, you had Danishes. You had all types of shit, man. They were just make that shit was diabetes heaven. Like They just had a whole fucking table of diabetic shit to kill you. You know, and I was sitting here, dummy, eating all this. And, oh, my God, man, when I say pissing. And then by the time I got back and got off my flight and came home, I made a doctor's appointment. And I was literally pissing like that every 20, yeah, it was like every 20 to 18 minutes or 18 to 20 minutes. I'm pissing like I haven't pissed all day. I know for myself, I couldn't even make it through the night. I mean, getting up, getting up, getting up. Well, yeah, I mean, that happens, but uh, it probably wasn't as worse as mine because, like I say, I didn't even know. So, you know, you don't you don't typically drink as much soda and, you know, stuff like that. And, and, you know, I kind of thought it came from me. I used to drink uh, ocean spray. uh, The What was it? Cran apple. Cranberry. In the white, what was it like? Cran apple and oh man, that cran peach. Oh man, I used to drink the whole damn thing. And they, they have like a white, was it like a white cranberry. Um, no, yeah, they, they had the white cranberry one, but it was like white cranberry and apple, or they got the regular one with apple, and then they had the one with um peach. But again, like I said, man, I I was just tearing it up. And, man, boy, was it coming back out, you know. So, you know, for all my diabetics, man, shout out to y'all. It's actually, you know, type 2, type 1, it don't matter, man. Like, take care of your health, man. Health is wealth. Um, And that's what I was trying to explain to you earlier, you know, with with the um, self-rising crust pizzas and stuff. That's another thing, man. If if they can get get rid of any pizza in that goddamn store, a grocery store, get rid of fucking self-rising crust pizza. That tastes like ass. That, you know, when children don't want to eat that shit, you know it's not good for you. Because a child to eat a Tony's and a Celeste all day, but with that self-rising shit, oh my God. It, it, look, man, let me tell y'all, world, make smarter choices. You know damn well there's somebody in your family right now with diabetes. Make better choices. Don't sit there and go buy. You don't need all that fucking bread. And then it's doughy at that, and it tastes like shit. Like, I I don't care if it's DiGiorno. I don't care who it is. It all tastes like shit. And it's like, who thought of this? Whose man's is this? Like, who came up with this concept that people wanted self-rising crust? Now, stuffed crust, yeah, I'm cool with that. Um, uh, the regular, like, Red Baron pan, whatever. I don't know what pan, what a, or a classic crust, I think they call it. I'm cool with that. Even the brick house crust. But self-rising is a dead no-no. It's a dead no-no. Because when you look at the side of it, there's never nothing on it. There's no butter, no garlic, no cheese. There's nothing. It's just fucking thick-ass bread. And it tastes like shit. And Walmart, for the lot of me, 
Stop trying to invent your own fucking foods. Your pizza tastes like shit. Oh my God, if they... Let me tell you something. And it's a reason why there's a different price in that pizza. From, you know, I think they both... No, I think that one says great value. And then you have the Sam's Choice. Yeah. I haven't taken... I did taste one Sam's Choice. I think it was a thin crust. It wasn't that bad. But the um the the great value, man... Look, Walmart. Everybody don't want a great value. All right, motherfuckers? Some people want to pay for some goddamn real pizza. All right? And the same thing with them fucking French toast sticks. Then I still got a full box... Kids won't eat it, and we wasted our money on that shit. I told you it tastes like rubber bands. That shit don't soak up no syrup, and it's, it, it, it tastes like shit. When it come to bread, they don't know what the hell they doing. They just don't. I won't buy it. I don't eat their wheat bread. I, don't, I, I can't eat white bread, you know, so I got to spend. I'm the dude in there spending $3, $4 on nature's own. You know what I'm saying? But... Damn it, man. Like, some stuff they should leave to the pros. Leave it to the goddamn pros. Stop trying to capitalize on every fucking thing. Like, I don't want to go to Walmart for Redbox. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, I don't want to go to Walmart for... I'm trying to think of some weird shit, man, that they sell that they, to me. Like, stores within stores type of situation. You go in Walmart to go to McDonald's. What the fuck? You go to Walmart and get your nails done. No, say for me with Walmart, just cut out your bakery section. Just just stop. What? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I will say that bakery is some shit. I really will say that. I, I, I'm not a fan. Now, yeah, no. That's just not their thing. You know, even their donuts and shit, oh my God, it's like eating bricks. You know, it sits on your stomach. Oh man, the cookies. Are fucking disgusting. Like, that whole thing, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know. I, you know, stick to selling brands. You know, I know they want to capitalize because, you know, it's, it's, it's straight um, profit in their pocket for the company. But, man, some of that shit, man, I'll be sitting there looking at people, carts and shit. You know, if you have a cart watch, Man, just watch people's carts and look at what the fuck they got in there. When you got, even, man, oh my God, like, they're potato chips, um, a sour cream and onion. Let it go. Let it fucking go. That is the worst tasting sour cream and onion I've ever had in my lifetime. No. Then, uh, no, the cheese curls. The cheese curls, we only to touch on that in a second. First of all, Get some goddamn Utz products in your store. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Because Utz has the best sour cream and onion chips on this planet. You, know, you have a point. What is up with that discrimination? Well, you know, with Utz being from this area, um, I don't know, man. Maybe they're just not willing to discount their products for them, you know, because you go anywhere else, it's in there. You go in the grocery stores, it's in there. Um, I think it got something to do with uh, Utz ain't bending over backwards. Um Frito-Lay can, you know, they can stand to take a cut, you know, because they're made, they're, they're larger. You know, Utz is basically an East Coast thing, you know. Um, so Frito-Lay is worldwide. So it's like, you know, we're not, you know, taking that type of cut. Like, you don't see, what is it, Cloverleaf or Cloverfield? Uh, I said Cloverfield, that's a movie. Um, I think it's Cloverleaf or Clover something. It's I a milk. Yeah. Um, you don't see that in there either. But, you know, you, you'll go in Safeway or you'll go in uh, Giant or something like that. You may see it in there, you know. Um, but, yeah, some stuff, like and like you say, that cheese curls. Man, that is the saltiest shit. You know, and I told my wife, I said, man, you know what this cheese tastes like on these cheese curls? When I was young and used to eat the cheese out of the macaroni and cheese box, there was powder. You know, you get the... And, you know, my mother never bought Kraft, so you'll get some generic shit, you know, giant brand or something like that. And then you open up the box, you know, you open up the box, you got the noodles, and then you got the um, the cheese, the bag of dry cheese and shit. And I just stick my finger in there and eat it, and that shit be salty as hell. 
And, I, you know, when I was giving it to the kids the other day, I said, why did I buy this for these kids? I wouldn't even eat this shit, so why would I give it to them? But they tore that shit up, man. And, you know, I'm like, damn it, man. I'm about to get these kids high blood pressure at a young age. But, yeah, some things just, oh. Their Dorito, fake Doritos are disgusting. Their fake Fritos are disgusting. Some shit they need to lead to the pros. You know, you take that little hat that I bought, that I, this, this one, this one I sleep in. I, and don't ask me why, man. It's like a nightcap to me. Um, and that shit got so much lint on it, man, in, in pails and shit. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't buy this motherfucker the way out in public. Just Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, man. Lenny, Lenny Kravitz in the motherfucker. Lenny, Lenny all over the place. But, you know, I don't think they thought that through. That's probably why it was a dollar. They put it on clearance for a dollar. And then I was, went back to get some more. And the lady was like, no, we sold out. We sold out. I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, I'm like, shit, maybe I can check their clearance section, but it wasn't even over there either. So then maybe they did sell out. So they got us. They got us, man. A lot of people walking around with Lenny-ass hats on. You know, that shit is disgusting. Fucking pails and that shit picks up on every damn thing. Like dust, fucking pet fur. I'm like, man, that's some poor yarn shit there, man. You know, but that's what happens when you um purchasing from uh, some places that don't like to use uh, decent materials. I mean, you get what you pay for. No, it wasn't a dollar to begin with. They put it on clearance because, you know, spring was coming. So, you know, they wanted to get rid of it. But um, I think it's a George, you know, and I don't really, I'm not too familiar with their clothing line, like as far as George and stuff like that. And I can deal with um, the Fruit of the Loom and um, Hanes and stuff like that. But, the George products, I never cared for. You know, I remember one year when she went and bought uh, the kids some uniform pants. From there, there was George. And, man, they look like little old-ass men walking around with these old men pants on. I'm like, the hell? You know, so I was like, no, nah, I can't do that. You know, I'll go to Children's Place. And because um, theirs actually last a lot longer than those uh, George pants. So I'm not a fan of that brand. I mean, I like some of their color schemes. They, You know, I see they trying to change it around, but no, nah, it's a no for me, dog. You know, when it comes to certain stuff, you know, I'm not going to, like I say, underwear and stuff, I'm not going to get Ralph Lauren and all those other crazy overpriced drawers. I mean, shit, I'm married, you know, and I'm all, I've always been one of them ones where, you know, I'm with a woman or whatever, and she's like, you know, don't you want to see me in my Vicky Tor- Victoria's Secret or my, uh, what was the other joint, Frederick of Hollywood? I'm like, no, take it off. I'm like Teddy Pendergrass. Take it off. I don't, take that shit off. I don't, that's not me. You know, I don't, that, that doesn't, I think maybe because I grew up looking at WWF slash E with the Braun Panty match, that shit doesn't impress me. You know, I'm not that guy. You know, where I'm like, ooh. Ooh, you got a strap going from your knee high to your drawers. You know, like, that's, no. I grew up where women wore slips. So. <laughs> to put that slip to the side. Yeah, you move the slip to the side. You know, so it's a little different for me. So there's all this new age shit. Yeah, it was cool when it started. You know, I used to work at Victoria's Secret, but I was never impressed. I mean, I mean that could be it too. Like, steaming all them goddamn slips and shit. And, um, the bras and all the work that you had to put in, hanging them panties on fucking hangers. Oh, no, nah, I'm good, man. Fuck that. Take it off. You know, that was that was my mentality. Like, I, I that shit don't impress me. But to each his own, you know, you, man, you got some crazy folks out here that, with sick fetishes that that shit actually worked for them. But not for me, man. I'm not a fan of it. And that's why, like, even, with, you know, with my wife, she don't even buy any of that stuff. She'll pro- she'll probably buy like the uh, like the sleep shirts. Um, she went you know most mostly all the underwear, the pink brand. You know she'll do a bunch of that. But Victoria's Secret, actual Victoria's Secret stuff, she won't actually purchase. She'll just stay on the pink side and get a bunch of stuff from them. You know with the hoodies and the sweatpants and stuff like that. But I say if I had my choice. It would be the boy shorts 
with like a long t-shirt? Uh, no. That's a no for me too. I mean, if you don't wear boy shorts, why you on a long t-shirt? You're weird, dude. <laughs> no. very, very weird. I'm very weird. Because you can't even see anything. You know, I mean, if you want to wear some boy shorts, you need a tank top on, you know, a crop top or something. It's, it's a mystery. For that, she might as well keep her clothes on, man. What are you talking about? It's a mystery. Oh, see, I told you, it's a bunch of weirdos out here, man, with sick fetishes. Nah, I'd rather my... Sick freak. Yeah, I'd rather my wife, you know, keep doing what she's doing. You know, it, it works. You know, she just, like I say... She just go there and get a bunch of sleep shirts. You know, she don't really she have a couple of pajama sets. Um, you know, she when she signed up a long time ago for uh that pop sugar box and you know, she had a bunch of stuff coming through there and then some other thing called Wannables or some shit like that. She had a bunch of that negligee shit in that. And I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, and she ended up giving in a lot of it away, you know, because like I said, I don't know, man. I, it it just never impressed me. You know, and it's nothing against my wife or any other female. I'm just not impressed by your undergarments. You know, I'm more impressed by looking at your body than looking at your undergarments. You know, because, you know, if, if we were back in time, you wouldn't have that shit. You know, so, you know, you, women wore bloomers. Mm-hmm draws or whatever for, you know, slips and bras. You know, maybe for a man back then, it was like, oh man, you look sexy in them big draws. You know, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Cause they what they had no thongs and shit. You know, that don't impress me. You know, now bathing suits or something like that, that's a little different, which is weird. You know, I don't mind seeing a woman in a nice bathing suit, but when it comes to underclothes, nah, I'm good. Just like the same thing. Um, I I haven't seen too many lace, um, laced out uh swimwear. You know, now one of them like Baywatch type of full body suit. That shit is horrible. I don't I don't care for that. You know, I'm I'm more of a. You can do a two piece, but like I say, I I'm more of a body man. You know, I'm more of a body guy and a face guy. And like I stated before, sex appeal is everything to me. So if a woman, she can be fine as a motherfucker, but if she not sexy, it's a no for me, dog. You know, that's just, it is what it is. You know, I can go down a list of people, but time is running out. So I don't actually have the time to actually do that. But yeah, man, um, life's good. Like I said, man, life's good. Uh, but for now, I'm going to go ahead and try to make, like I say, I'm going to try to turn my Thursday podcast into like a more positive or just, you know, uh, talk radio and just talk, you know, and keep it at that. Um, instead of sitting there, you know, wasting a bunch of time, you know, doing other shit, you know, talking about politics and things like that. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm Casey on the beat. Cape Connors. And this is the Casey on the beat show, man. And um, tune in, man. I'll be dropping these podcasts every Monday and every uh, Thursday. All right? And I'm out. <laughs>